0: Coming up on today's episode of Real Talk Rentals, we're gonna talk about the top three things your property management company should be doing for you. Welcome back to Real Talk Rentals, a podcast brought to you by OnQ Property Management. We're here to give you all the tips and tricks that go into owning a rental property and the behind the scenes scoop on property management. I'm Ben, I'm your host. With me, as always, my co-host, Mr. Eric Dixon, the go-to expert on all things rental, property, and real estate out here in Arizona. And in this episode, we're gonna do, everybody loves a list, so we're gonna hop into another one of those lists. We're gonna do the top three things a property management company should be doing for you. You've hired someone, this is the bare minimum of what you should expect, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's, uh Let's just kind of divide them up then and do go one, two, three. So what is Eric n- the number one thing a property management company should be
1: doing for you? Well, the uh, we get asked all the time too, like, what do you guys do besides collect rent? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm like, actually that's the number one thing we do. Yeah. We collect the rent. But I think uh, the understanding people have is different. Do you just collect the rent and then you like pick up the physical check and deposit it in the owner's account? Or what you right. know, what happens? So when we are going through it, it's like collecting rent is this big Umbrella of of things. It's uh you know accepting the payment. So that's whether whether it's check. We don't take cash, but I guess some property management companies may take cash. Seems like a bad idea. Yeah, it, we used to, and it was just a pain, man. Yeah. And it's like, no, I brought that yesterday. It's like you know, so it's he said, she said, and then yeah. having cash just in your in your business is is tough. So we do a ton of online payments. So you know through a portal, they've got to have a way to pay online. So. One of the questions you should ask your property management company if you're interviewing them too, too is, uh, do you accept payment online? If they don't, and they're like, sorry, it's paper check, you got to come in the office or mail it in, red flag. Okay? Yeah, um, you got to find a way to track the tenants' ledger and the owner's ledger. So that's part of collecting rent, right? It's I collected the rent, I put it on the tenants' ledger to cover all the charges. Then then it it's double accounting goes to the owner and shows all of the income coming in and all the expenses going out. Sounds pretty simple, but that's a bare minimum. Yeah. And then,
0: it's, it's something you don't think of when it comes to like thousands of dollars coming oh, in. Yeah. It's like, no. they're, yeah, they're collecting the money from you, but you should be able to track all of that.
1: Well, oh, like, I can tell you from like a self-managing landlord in the past collecting cash from my fourplexes and stuff. And then it's like, it just becomes, it goes in an envelope and then I'm like, Oh, I'll track it on a spreadsheet. And then like months go by and you're like, I didn't I don't yeah. really keep track of it. The first you know,
0: apartment I lived in when I got married, um, was in downtown Huntington beach, little like bungalow. We rented from the people in front of us, this older couple, super sweet. We paid cash and they, uh, just one month they were like, they forgot
1: that you we, that for, you
0: paid, no, we forgot to give it to oh. them. And then I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And she's like, oh, you did. And I was like, no, nope. no, nope, uh, but... I could be stealing a thousand dollars from you right now, but I'm not going to do that. Um, But yeah, because she was just all, you know, handshake deal. There was no lease or anything. No,
1: and it just becomes tricky. And it's even just like, even if the payments are on time and stuff, it's like you need to have, whether you're going to go sell the property or whether you're going to do your taxes or whatever you're going to do, you need some sort of ledger and payment system, right? So part of that is that your management company should also provide monthly and year-end statements. So all income, all expense monthly. And then at the end of the year, you know, usually in January, um, Part of collecting rent, you know, in the air quotes I'm doing, if you can't see it, is uh the ability to evict or do a partial payment plan or and just know the laws of evictions and, and right, late if, rent. If people like, aren't paying. So there is a, a management company here locally that they don't handle evictions. So basically they give the owner a to do or like evict on your own type packet. And yeah. it's like, hey, this is all you have to do. You know, call the attorney, you do it. But it's like the, and so it's one of those things like no your property manager should do the whole eviction yeah. if they don't like i said another red flag right um part of collecting red too is negotiating and doing the lease renewal so it's like you collect rent for 12 months or 24 months or whatever it is and then um negotiating the lease renewal getting the lease renewal signed and you know upping rent if necessary or changing terms whether sure. you change landscaping or pool service or whatever it is so they need to be able to do that. And then um, last but not least, collecting rent. So you imagine somebody just saying, like, that's all you do, Ben. You just collect rent. Yeah. And you charge X amount a month. So it includes all of those things we mentioned, including managing it like a business, you know. And so I look at it like it's not just collecting rent for a little rental. It's like, no, you hired us to manage your business, your investment, your your whole thing. So sure. There's no you know, personally emotional attachment. It's just business to us. Yeah. So it's like, no, we collect the rent, goes on the ledgers. You get your direct deposit. You get your statement. We're on call twenty four seven. And that's what collecting rent is. And so that list is basically what justifies the monthly management fee,
0: sure, sure. yeah. i I mean, working here, you notice the first of the month, people are just coming in and oh, paying yeah. the people no, that crazy. don't do online. And it's like, you know, they they come in and they might be like, that's the opportunity to be like, hey, I wanna to talk to somebody about, yeah. this isn't working or something. And then if you're doing this yourself, that's gonna yeah. be your tenant coming up. Or at, it's the when you knock, you knock on
1: the door and you're like, hey, uh, I'm here to get the rent. And they're like, oh, I'm glad you're here. Come look at all the things wrong with the house. Yeah, exactly, you know? <laughs> right?
0: So we're we're that shield for you, Yeah. You know, hiring right. a property manager. All right, um, bucket two then, what is the second thing a property management company should be doing for you?
1: So I didn't kind of mention it on purpose with collecting rent, but it's handling maintenance. So it is it is kind of separate from the collection of the actual money. And right. then, but maintenance is one of the hardest things with property management, self-managing, whatever it is, because it's unpredictable and it can be a hundred bucks or it can be $20,000 Sure. You know, and everything in between. It could be a insurance claim. It could be, you know, something crazy. So as far as what you need to expect from your man property management company is they need to be on call twenty four seven in some way. You know if they call at two a.m. and they don't get a live person, that's reasonable. But if there's a voicemail left that they get a call right back, you know, right. or or whatever it is. Sometimes you know when I was on call back in the day, I was doing on call um, when I was the property manager, and you know I'd wake up or I'd let it ring it's 2am if they left a voicemail i'd call them right back if they didn't leave a voicemail oftentimes there's a wrong number Somebody somebody's just on our website just clicking around
0: just trying to find just trying to find something and it's
1: like so but during business hours and while i'm awake if it rings you just answer it but yeah. you know if it's three in the morning and you get that call and they leave a voicemail it's like no there's there's a fire flood yeah. ACs out in July, you know, something like that.
0: Usually they click around, they end up getting a sales guy if it's yeah. not too late because they're the ones that are always answering. The oh, fraud. yeah. They're like, a sale.
1: Let's go. Yeah. Oh, man. You're 11 just... p.m. on a Friday. Oh, I'll take the call. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so part of maintenance is you're the property manager is facilitating between three parties the owner, the tenant, and then this contractor or vendor. Sure. And so they need to have the ability not only to verbally do it and by email, but have some sort of platform to communicate your invoices, your pictures, your before and after pictures, the, you know, the work order and that sort of stuff. Um, They should also have a a proven and vetted list of vendors. Oh yeah. Like your property manager, you know, they they should, if there's a leak, it shouldn't be like, Hey, our plumber's busy. Yeah. Well, what about the backup? Yeah. And the backups backup and,
0: or be like, Google me some phone numbers and send them back and I'll call. It's like, no, you should have those numbers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So they shouldn't, shouldn't just be that. Us as the management company are using somebody for the first time, and your property is the guinea pig, right? <laughs> you know it should be. Hey, we've used these guys before. There are you know they're in our top tier of people. We kind of know their pricing. We trust them. They're vetted. They've done criminal background checks on their technicians. You know whatever it yeah. is, right? So whatever those, those bare minimum uh, things are, you know. Um, and then the last thing with maintenance is determining to make sure the responsibility is right. Like, is this an owner right. expense issue? Or a tenant expense issue. And so a lot of times when the tenant makes the call and says, Hey, my disposal, this has happened to me personally, is they say, Hey, the disposal doesn't work. And I'm like, All right, cool. That's obviously mechanical error. I would be responsible. If they find, you know, a toy in there, that's a tenant issue. So they went down there and they found a shot glass all jacked up and shards everywhere in the disposal
0: happens often and uh (laughs) and the tenants
1: like oh dude i didn't know that fell in there yeah and they the tenant was responsible for the replacement of the uh the now broken you know disposal so as the owner i was like oh sweet i don't have to pay whatever cost it is to replace it but man that sucks for the tenant but it's their fault you know and so i went into it thinking oh yeah i'll absolutely pay for it and then they came back and said no but the property manager determined that it's a tenant responsible issue
0: yeah and so, and we talked about this so many times but it's it's so important is that the pm company is kind of that um they take the emotion out of it they're yeah. uh, you know uh, no objective they're just looking at the facts and saying because you own this you might walk in and like you said be like oh, this thing was working perfectly i know it was yeah. like they did something to it and yeah. It might not be that simple, you know, yeah. and having someone who will look at it objectively and say, no, actually this person needs to pay or you yeah. need to pay. Well, and
1: sometimes we we have to give bad news to the owner. Sometimes it's bad news to the tenant and sometimes it's both, you know, and yeah. the, this, what, what sucks is maintenance in general. Yeah. It sucks for both parties. <laughs> and really what your property manager should be doing is making it suck a little less. Sure. You know, just, just a little bit. Just it a should little bit. Be, it should be, hey, it's gonna cost you the same. You gotta hire somebody to do it, but maybe you didn't have to deliver the bad news to the tenant that, hey, sure. sorry, your AC is not going to be fixed till tomorrow. Yeah, you know, the parts coming in, or hey, sorry, you're not gonna have hot water until you know after the weekend because there's not a plumber that's available or or whatever. And your property manager should know how to do that and communicate. And so if if your PM, if your property manager can make it suck less, then they're yeah. doing a good job. And <laughs> and
0: we should note that some property management companies, um, we don't. Uh, but there are ones that do, and it just depends. There are ones that charge per maintenance. Per maintenance in, in requires, some way. Yeah. yeah. And well, they some might... of
1: them are like, oh, we charge the tenant and it's like, you know, what's going to happen is the tenant's just not going to call in maintenance. Exactly. You know, right? and, the, and you're going to get a property. That's like, everything's leaking, there's damage. And you're like, what, what the heck happened? And the yeah. tenant, the tenant didn't want to pay 50 bucks or a hundred bucks every time something broke. Sure.
0: And, and I think that's the advantage too, um, just to piggyback on this of full, like, full service like we do and a lot of pm companies do but having those inspections yeah. because yeah a tenant might be like dude i know i dropped the shot glass down there i'm just gonna live without a, a disposal i'm gonna disposal. live
1: without a disposal maybe they'll charge it out of my deposit whatever yeah but then if they do that to five things the deposit doesn't cover it yeah you know? and so it's just like and your house is getting neglected and you know yeah. all, these, all these
0: things so so a lot of times you know maintenance having someone that goes in there and catches it, you know, and sees those things is, is a huge, and that's a whole separate thing, but yeah. just reminds me when we talk about those responsibilities. Well, well
1: we take a, I just thought of the um, we take over leases from another management company and we'll take it over. Cause they're having, you know, a, a hard time at this other company. So we, we bring them on and we get the lease and it says something like the tenant is responsible for the home warranty service call. <sighs> and it's like,
0: they're never going to do that. They're never
1: going to do it. Number one, home home warranties are horrible. Number two, um, why are they gonna pay out of pocket if it was just like a mechanical failure that's the landlord's responsibility? Yeah. And the landlord's sitting there like, oh, I love it because I don't have to pay the fee. But what happens is it's just neglected. You're paying in like, a different way. And so yeah. you're gonna you're gonna pay in a different way all at once rather than yeah. pay a little service fee. Like pay, pay to get that water heater fixed now instead of. The tenant will say, Well, if I have to pay the service fee, maybe I'll just try and fix it myself. Yeah. And it's like, dude, they've got a wrench on the water heater. and Yeah. I got it. a buddy that, down oh, the dude. street
0: that says he knows how to fix it, put some tape on it. It's yeah, good. That's what
1: happens. You know, so then when we renew those leases, we have to have these conversations with the owner that's like, Hey, look, we're taking that home warranty thing out of there. Not good. Here's why. Yeah. You know, it doesn't protect you, saves you 75 bucks here and there just for you to spend hundreds of dollars later to fix it. Yep.
0: Exactly. <laughs> All right. Number three, the last in the top three, the number three thing that they should
1: do. Is your property managers should fill your vacancies. So we say it all the time. I mean, it's like over and over and over, but vacancy is the most expensive line item on your on your expense sheet, on your balance sheet with uh, with rentals. And so they should be able to not only fill your vacancy, but fill it with a qualified good tenant that's been background checks, credit checks, sex offender checks, eviction history, landlord history, you know it meets all those criteria right so it could start it does start as early as pictures the lockbox the sign the digital marketing the third party websites you know all of that stuff but then it's those leads come in it's like a funnel you know you'll get like 300 leads and then maybe 20 are interested 10 see the house 5 apply and then you get the best applicant like right. there should be a funnel of you know a sales funnel or a sales process for that to happen um you know with us we have you know a team of leasing agents so if one's at lunch or one calls in or one's on vacation, you know you've got you've got a team that's handling these high uh, volume of leads. They'll schedule showings. We do yeah. you know self showings. We do different different things.
0: By far, our busiest phone department. Oh is yeah, the least. And I mean, it, like it rings nonstop. It's
1: nonstop, and and some questions are just silly and so you know it's a it's a hard repetitive, on property management. How can I help you? Type deal, and then yes, that is the price that you're looking at yeah. on Zillow when you call. No, VA they will not whatever. take half of that, yeah. but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's funny though, but some of those, every one of those calls, that person is interested in housing. So it's like, we try and get them and funnel them into, into our, yeah. our housing. I kind of mentioned, you know, the criminal background checks, credit checks, all of that stuff that has to, we have minimum standards. Your property manager should have minimum standards. Right. You should look at those before you sign on the dotted line. A lot of those aren't going to be in the management agreement. It's going to be a policy within the company. And for us, it's full disclosure. It's on our website. Anybody, tenant, owner, yeah. anybody can look at the qualifications and make sure they're abiding by fair housing laws and know what they're doing with ESA animals or ESA, uh, emotional support animals, animals. Yeah, <laughs> ESA animals, the animals, animals. Um, but then, you know, once you get somebody qualified, your property managers should be executing the lease. They should be doing the move-in inspection and, and documenting the property and they should collect the first month's rent and the deposit and do all of those things to actually fill the vacancy, get the utilities out of the owner's name, you know, and facilitating all that, exchanging keys, garage remotes. And I, I feel like I'm just forgetting one of the main things, but, but filling that vacancy and preparing the owner to start receiving rent. Yeah, It's the most fulfilling too. And I joke with the leasing agents. Cause they're like, Hey, this owner is so tough. You know, they won't lower the price. So they won't do this. They won't do that. And it's like, filling that vacancy will solve all of the landlord's problems and yeah. we just we have to remind <laughs> them like dude don't be you know splitting hairs here like as soon as that tenant moves in and you get that first rent check you're yeah. just like oh yeah that's why that's why we did this
0: yeah exactly and that's why when we present applications we don't give them all the nitty-gritty details because we don't need, you know, you don't want the owner to be like, oh, I was really hoping a family would live there. Yeah. Or I was really hoping, you know, like, and, and not in a malicious way, yeah. you know, just no, like
1: a lot of their questions are, are they married or are they, do they have yeah. kids? And and you're like, doesn't matter, dude. Like we're, with, we're just with, trying to get some with in fair housing. It's you. like, Hey, as long as they meet the criteria. And after they've been through it once, our clients are great with the next time around. They're like, "No, I get it, man. Like, yeah. it didn't matter." A lot of them want to know their name so that they can guess their ethnicity or their. Yeah. Or are they married? Are they gonna Are they gonna have kids and trash my house? And you're like, "Oh yeah, we we need to have a conversation yeah. <laughs> about that." <laughs> you know? Or they
0: want to do their own detective work and yeah. you know look them up on Facebook or see if they're a sex offender. And it's like, hey. This is why you're paying us. Yeah, yeah. We're doing all that. Don't and worry And so
1: about a, it. a lot of it is just like we, you and I are talking and trying to educate the listeners. That's what we do every day is the property managers. They're strictly yeah. just educating our clients. And the first time around is always the trickiest. And then the second and the third and the fourth, they're like, oh yeah, I trust the process. Yeah. You know, you got qualified tenants in there, the credit, the income, everything checked out. They moved out and everything. And we're ready to do it all over again.
0: Right. Okay, so let's say... Yeah. Yeah. Ready to hire a property management company. All three of those boxes are ticked. You go through, they do all those things. You're comfortable with them. What other things, you know, outside of that top three, what are the other things that you think are worth digging into and considering?
1: Yeah. So as far as considering, you want to kind of see what other companies ancillary services are. So like whether they have uh, any sort of insurance for eviction, like an eviction protection insurance. Hey, if there's an eviction, am I paying cash out of pocket? Right. Can I pay a fee or a percentage or a flat something to to have coverage? That's pretty popular. Um, I would ask about inspections. So what's included, you know, is the move in, the move out, routine inspections, spot inspections, filter changes um
0: filter changes are so huge out here i know, I know they're and, not and, in, in other states not as much you know but man in arizona
1: no it's funny that you say that we go to like a conference or something and people are like oh you guys do filter changes like they actually physically go in and change the filter and i'm like yeah i mean that's one of the services And they're like we change our filters maybe once or twice a year maybe but, yeah and it's like and man it's like,
0: out here that thing's pumping you yeah. have to change it we had a a, a a guy who worked for us for a while doing ac and he was like we don't need to do these filtered things i'll bet you a hundred dollars that these tenants change them every month and i said i will take that hundred yeah. dollars <laughs>
1: because there is no way well, dude, he the same guy so we're talking about the same person yeah <laughs> he will not be named but yeah. he is one of our ac techs but uh then they do a uh what did we call him uh ac tune-ups you know yeah. every, every spring before the summer and they go do the tune-up and they pull out the filter that they put in last, last year's year. tune-up. tune-up. Yeah. And it's just caked, dude. It and looks he's... like a
0: wool sweater yeah. just like stuck up there. And yeah. it's just
1: like, oh, yeah, that's the reason your AC is inefficient. It's because yeah. they're yeah trying to suck a sweater through the return register, yeah. you know? It, so, it's
0: It's, yeah definitely out of sight out of mind for especially so many people are moving in you know it could be their first time in arizona yeah yeah first time they just moved here and i
1: i own my home i own a property management company i've been in the business for 10 plus years and i don't change my filter every month like i should <laughs> so i'm telling you your tenants don't they're not they doing don't it. do it yeah um and then the other ancillary services that you may consider depending on your house is stuff like pest control landscaping or pool service um, we highly recommend owners take care of the pool service. So in Arizona, again, another hot topic is pools, but, um, landscaping, usually you throw it on the tenant, but if your yard is very high maintenance, has a lot of grass needs, heavy watering, you know, a lot of trimming, it's like, it'd be better to bump up the rent a little bit and include a service of somebody you trust. Right. Rather than let the tenant do it and they just let stuff die. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, pest control service could be same thing. I mean, we've got scorpions here. We've got all sorts of different, Ugh, different, uh, So much <laughs> different, uh, oh yeah. I forgot. You hate scorpions. God. Oh, dude. God. Sorry. I mentioned that dude. That's yeah, ben, triggering. Like, Ben's, I'm, I'm triggered. Yep. Yeah. Um, the last thing is, is just, it's kind of the intangible, I would say of, uh, you can't really put it on a list of a must have or checklist, but it's kind of the intangible benefit of having a property manager you trust. So we've even had some big portfolios we manage for, and the number one thing that they see is like, Oh yeah, this stuff in writing, fees, services, that's great. But they kind of close that and they go, Who are you? Yeah. You know, they get to know you and you you want that intangible relationship. It sure. needs to be in front of everything because if you trust them, then if they don't get a hold of you or we don't get a hold of the owner and we have to make a decision for them, they're like, No, I trust Ben, dude. He's my yeah. property manager, he's been my property manager for five years if he took an emergency call and that had to be done for the health and safety of my client or the tenant i trust him yeah. like getting to that point is the goal so Absolutely. A, a lot of times the day you hire us or another property manager that y- it's not instant trust right it, it sure. takes months and months and months maybe years and then something happens and you're like no did i get it i trust yeah. you you know so i'd say that's that's the last thing that's not on the 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 official list, yeah. it's the intangible like relationship. It, it's matters. a big
0: deal. I think because right now too, especially, you know, with technology and stuff, you see these companies that are coming up that are like, you don't need a property manager. This app does yeah. everything or whatever. And that might work great for some people, but there is something to being able to like, Hey, I'm going to call Eric real quick and get his advice on this. Yeah. And they, you should, know, they, they it, should
1: be your advocate. They should be yeah. like, Oh no, like I've got your back. Um, I actually have a phone call. I don't know if they listen to this, but I have a phone call after this recording here um, with an owner that isn't stoked about some of the fair housing laws and like different yeah. things, right? And so my my talk with him is more going to be, hey, look, part of our job is to be your advocate and keep you out of the courtroom, keep you out of some, you know, uh, this is a health and safety issue we're dealing with. And it's like, dude, I promise you, we got to obey the statutes and the fair housing. Yeah. And you'll it's going to cost you a little bit of money to fix this thing that you don't want to fix but it's the right thing to do yeah and i'm hoping that months from now years from now whatever it is he'll look back and say do you know what i'm glad on q educated me on that and kept me out of the, yeah. the spotlight of a fair housing issue you know and it's yeah, like exactly and so you really should have an advocate sometimes they're hard conversations to have and it's just like but it
0: goes a long way just having a person to talk to i think it's kind of like Uh, this is an example I see all the time is um, people. Yeah. Anybody could go look up what a law is. Right. But there's always some views like, do you know a lawyer i could like isn't your cousin a lawyer yeah. can i ask him a question yep. like you just want to hear from a human yeah you, know? you just want to hear somebody this? like
1: say what
0: you think is yeah is and you it, might be you know? in the wrong but it's like i yeah i could read those words yeah. you know i could read the fair housing thing but it's like that guy wants to get on the phone and say like eric do i have to what no, is but, this and and somebody to, to
1: your point somebody that's in the industry of whatever law they're practicing and they've had examples of like oh yeah dude hey ben sorry you're interpreting that wrong there's a case just like this last year. I think I got reamed. And you're like, Oh yeah, I don't want that. Yeah. When <laughs> when so, I lived
0: in Utah, man, everybody had a cousin who was a lawyer. You know, yeah. everybody knows somebody and they're always just like, uh, let me call my cousin real yeah. quick. And it's or, just like,
1: who knows what and who's yeah. who most comfortable with. And and that's what this I bring this conversation up. I'm gonna have this afternoon because it's somebody that trusted us enough to hire us. We're collecting rent. We're do, we filled the vacancy. Sure. We're doing these things, and then boom, something happens with the AC unit, and you know just snowballed, and now they're not mad, but they're not super happy. Sure. And So it's kind of like, hey, look, this is this is why it happened. Yeah. I wanted to keep you out of the limelight. If this tenant would have called an attorney, you would have gone dream yeah, you know and so you lose. you'd lose so we had to do this you know to keep you out of it so yeah it's more of a, you know i feel like we're being it we're being the owner's advocate and saying hey look we took care of the tenant the tenant's now happy 100 percent happy and it's because we obeyed the statute and obeyed the law yeah i know you don't like the law but i didn't write the law <laughs> <laughs> you know i didn't write the law and and frankly the judge is going to side with the tenant in this yeah. issue <laughs> so yeah. so anyway i hopefully that helps all right
0: well, I think that's it. I think we covered it um, way more than three there because we listed so much at the end. But those those first three, pay attention to those and they will help you out. And that's it for us this time. So be sure to uh, subscribe to the show and leave us a review if you can. It really helps out. And we will see you guys next time.